Green Bay Packers suck. The panic alarm. Oh no, Rowdy, it's our worst nightmare is coming true. The Green Bay Packers stink. And we have to hit the panic alarm. It's not good as they fell to the Washington Commanders. The backup quarterback, Taylor Heineke, 23-21. to They were terrible. It's the longest losing skid of Matt LaFleur's head coaching career. 2018, when they lost three in a row, they fired Mike McCarthy. And also, they did not pick up. They failed to convert any of their third down situations. When the last time the Packers didn't convert a third down, it was 1999 when Rodgers was in high school and Matt LaFleur was a college wide receiver at Western Michigan. Rowdy, good morning. Is this is this safe to do for you right here? Yeah, good this, morning. Is this safe for you? You know the well actually crowd is going to be out. They have lost three in a row under Matt LaFleur. Sorry, in the same season. <laughs> <laughs> in the regular season, well, they lost actually, to Detroit. Well, actually. Then they lost to the 49ers in the postseason. Then they lost to the Minnesota Vikings to start this year. So there's technically three in a row. If they lose to the Bills, which I think well, everyone expects, well, well, actually, as they are a 10.5 point underdog currently, hey, then it'll be the first time ever in Matt LaFleur's coaching career that they lose four in a row. Matt LaFleur, you stink! LaFraud! Aaron Rodgers, you stink! What's going on? Uh, the Packers defense, you stink. Uh, the wide receivers, well, they're, you're, you're all kind of hurt. But the guys out there, you kind of stink. Amari Rodgers, not bad as a wide receiver, shockingly. Terrible at what he does uh, for special teams. You stink. Everything about the Packers, you stink. Didn't you feel good about that Packer game the first like quarter or yeah. so? Where the where the offense looked pretty pretty all right. Like they were they were sustaining some drives they're and they moving were moving the ball. What? in my opinion, changed the entire momentum of that game is Amari Rodgers muffing that oh football. My, he is After so he bad. muffed the football, the Green Bay Packers did not do one thing right. No. And then also, oh my, and penalties. Oh, my God. Uh, Rasul Douglas, ball hawk in all game. Uh, what, he, he, he picked one off, right? Was that Rasul Douglas and took it to the house? Penalty. Uh, negated. Uh, De- Devondre Campbell with the touch, the pick six. Was what about sick. what about the uh, Rashawn Gary? Yeah, was it a sack or just a tackle? Barely crossed the line of scrimmage. Forces the fumble, scoop and score. That's what it was. That's what I was thinking of. Excuse me. Taken back. Yeah, th- that's the one I was thinking of. Or Sue Douglas. The, and the game. Oh my God! Everything about that game yesterday. After uh, the. You're totally right, Rowdy. First quarter, first half, you're like, the Packers, they're moving the ball. Did it not feel like the Packers were absolutely dominating that like, game to start? But the, it was a close score, even though it felt like they were dominating the yeah. whole game. It also felt like Taylor Heineke was like, like the biggest loser out there. Like, he looked absolutely terrible. He looked awful. It's like, okay, there's a reason why this guy's a backup. He stinks. Uh, Devondre Campbell with the pick six. Taylor Heineke looked terrible. Uh, I was cracking jokes about it. And all of a sudden, what happened? The Packers totally crumbled as Tyler Heineke got, you know, his, you know, his, his wits about him a little bit. And the, the Washington defense and the Washington offense, they readjusted. And then the Packers just totally, they, they folded like a lawn chair. They suck. They stink. Where is any urgency? Where is any sense of, you know, of playing football? Rowdy, that game yesterday was terrible. It was yeah, terrible. It was that was one of that was the worst display. Well, they could never get any. It, you they stink. looked they looked good early in the game, and they couldn't get much margin. It was like they were winning this close game, but it felt like they were absolutely dominating the Commanders early. Yeah, but it wasn't showing up on the scoreboard. And then the Amari Rogers muff oh, fumble, and then nothing went right after that. Whether it be a defensive play taken off the board for a penalty, whether it be Terry McLaurin beating Jair, oh, Jair, you, Jair got on torched. every single 50 torched. 50 play torched or the fact that the offense could it's not terrible. move the football, couldn't pick up a third down, it's terrible. could not complete a pass to save their lives. They only ran the ball 12 times. <laughs> oh my, like this, the green Bay Packers suck. They're not good. They're not good. They're just not good. I, I don't know how you have back-to-back MVP and Aaron Rodgers and regress so much that he has. He just looks awful. Uh, the wide receiver room's getting more injured. Alan Lazard out now. Um, the special teams, how Amari Rodgers still has a job is beyond me. So, Rowdy, the muff punt, and then 
they trot him back out there again, and what does he do? He lets you know he calls it off the ball. He's like, ah, I don't need to get this one. Uh, what did it hit around like the fifteen yard line ish? And it rolled all the way to the one yard line, and, and you know the Reds. I'm sorry, the Commanders recover it. And I'm like, what is Amari Rogers? What does he even do that is good? Well, I guess you could say in the in the second half, was he the Packers' most productive wide receiver? Which well, is what about the say? fact that the Green Bay Packers only had 47 plays? <laughs> How many did the the Commanders have? I have to go look here at the 71. Oh, oh my! Well, they were having big time drives in the second half. And the Packers defense just, just crumbled. How There's a lot of stuff to bitch about today, and we're going to get into it all. But I'm just thinking about this, Rowdy. The, the perceived easy part of the Packers schedule is over. Isn't that crazy to say? The perceived easy part of the Packers you schedule is the, over. You mean the part where they went 0-3? That's the part where they played against... Uh, they did get a win against Bailey Zappi, but they had to hang on to do that one, twenty-seven to twenty-four yeah, in overtime. They they squeaked, or they, I'm sorry, they lost and in London to Daniel Jones. Let's not forget that the Bailey Zappi game, the game in which they won in overtime, Bailey Zappi was the third-string quarterback, mm-hmm. and Bailey Zappi had hardly taken any practice reps <laughs> leading up to that. Because remember, Mac Jones had just uh, suffered that high ankle sprain, mm-hmm. and he was. He was evaluated up into the second string only because Brian Hoyer is that longtime veteran. Got concussed. But yeah, he, it wasn't like they were coming up with a game plan for Bailey Zappi no. to be the starting quarterback. No. It was Brian Hoyer's game. He gets knocked out right away. Zappi is thrusted into that. So it's not like this was a yeah. guy that was preparing to play. He was right off the bench. Yeah, and the Packers, by the way, needed a field goal as time expired in overtime to get the win over the third string quarterback in Bailey Zappi. And then the Packers go to London, and they lose to Daniel Jones. Now, the Giants could be legit, uh, which is still weird for me to say, because the Giants have now moved to 6-1 and one on the year. Well, I but feel still, like, it's Daniel Jones. I feel like there is a lot of, in, in all those games, like, okay, let's start with the Patriots game, because I, I would feel, I feel like we as Packer fans felt pretty good about this team when they figured out a way to go beat the Buccaneers in Tampa. Yeah, and the Tampa sucks, too. Yeah, though. now... Looking back Tampa's at it at bad. the time, it was Tom Brady. It was at, it was a good Tampa Bay Bucks defense. It was a team that was, was another Super Bowl contender in the NFC, and you had to go to Florida. You knew that your offense wasn't, wasn't really firing on all cylinders, but let's see what happens. Mm-hmm. You won that close game. The defense looked pretty good. Yes, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers receiving core was decimated, but you won. You felt pretty good about it. On the road. Well, you exercise the demons. And you were two and one. Yeah. You had lost to the Vikings, beat the Bears, and then beat the Buccaneers. And I think most Packer fans would have said if you if you laid out that schedule for the first three weeks, two and one, I feel pretty decent about it. And you it. could you could easily see you could sleep that Green Bay Packers were not they were not humming on all cylinders. No. But you were two and one. Yeah. Now, Found ways to win. Win and ugly. Ever since the quote-unquote easy stretch came up, yeah, New England, you got to play against the third-string quarterback as you knocked out uh, Hoyer with a concussion right away. Again, you were lucky to win one by a field goal. Well, here's your excuse. Well, you're playing Bill Belichick. It's arguably the best coach, and we know that LaFleur doesn't make adjustments very well. Bill's going to muck it up, you know. And you didn't know exactly what you were playing against when Bailey Zappi was thrusted into the game. Yeah, excuses. Yeah, you got got the win. You got the win. Then you go over to London. All right, here's the excuses for the London game. You've never done it before. Were they favored by seven seven and a half? half. You've never done the London game before. Matt Lafleur's obviously never been over on a London trip and all this. No, he had two other previous times. Not as a head coach, though. Not as a head coach. You know that you know Brian Dable first year head coach. Some of those sucks. Some of the players were were gonna take it as almost like a, a field trip. Yeah. Rodgers was out watching the USA women's national team lose to England's national team. Dan- and Daniel Jones ended up uh, getting high ankle sprain. Yeah, yeah no, he had a, he had a foot, ankle, injury, foot injury, but it wasn't as bad as it, w- it was appearing to be. So blah, blah, blah. Maybe you, you didn't. Whatever. There were excuses there. Yeah. Then you come home against the Jets. Oh, but we just played in London, and statistically, the teams that come back from London, they actually play worse the week after. Oh, you know, plus... And by the way, it's Zach Wilson. 
Zach Wilson's getting healthier each week after he had the lower body injuries to start the season. Robert Sala shuts down Matt LaFleur's offense every time they've played. His brother is the offensive coordinator. He knows all of his stuff. That's the excuse you laid an egg. There was no excuse to lose to the commanders. There's no excuse. No, the commanders <laughs> in this easy stretch. I mean, we'll just sum it up really quickly. Bailey Zappi, third string quarterback. You win by a field goal as time expires in overtime. Daniel Jones, who's got a foot injury. You're in London. You lose with the Giants might be the real deal. Zach Wilson's coming back off of injury. His second game off of injury. Uh, th- Zach Wilson didn't do anything special. Some of the Packers lose. And then Taylor Heineke, a career backup. Now, the dude can ball. We saw that. I mean, he started out terrible, though. But you lost to him. You're losing to all backup quarterbacks or guys that are just not that good. It's And this was the easy part of the schedule. And now you've got the Buffalo Bills. In Buffalo, Aaron Rodgers, for the first time in his career, is a double-digit underdog. The Packers our, our dogs rowdy by ten and a half points. Oh my god! Yeah, this could be a massacre. A massacre in Buffalo. The Packers stink, and it's 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 just not one unit. It's literally everything. What's what's good about the Green Bay Packers? What's one good thing? Well, it is pretty funny because a lot of people they're coming at Matt Lafleur. They're coming at Joe Barry. They're coming at Brian Gutekunst. They're coming at Aaron Rodgers. And it's not pretty, right? It's definitely not pretty. But if you really dig into the statistics and you look at some of the stats, Aaron Rodgers has actually played pretty average. He looks terrible. When you, when you, when you look at what he's accounted for, for his QBR and his passer rating, he's played for most, all those games, um, except for the jets game, he played pretty average to above average. But what is going on? Well, I think they talked about this in the broadcast. It was uh, in the second half. I think going into the fourth quarter, they're like, yeah, Aaron Rodgers, uh, he's so good for so long. No, he's he's not playing up to his standards. But when he doesn't play up to the standards, man, does he not look good. But I think they were trying to make the point, you were saying, Rowdy, that he was like doing pretty average. Exactly. But we're like, so used to him being so good that when he's average, it looks so bad. The funny, the funny thing is, in these games that we're talking about, where – they barely won or they lost in most of those games. He's actually played better than that opposing quarterback. <laughs> when you look at QBR or you look at passer rating like yesterday, for example, yeah, um, he, he blew out the quarterbacks of the Patriots when he came to numbers, the Zach Wilson one was pretty close to playing about the same level. It's 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 still not good. I mean, we have eyes, and our eyes say like they did not convert a third down. The last time they did it was nineteen ninety nine. Rogers was in high school. Well, well was- that's why I think what I'm getting at by saying the numbers. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers hasn't played good, but actually in this in this losing streak, he's actually outperformed the quarterbacks he's playing. And I'm not saying he looks good. I'm just <laughs> saying he's actually played better than the quarterbacks that he was matched up against, but they're still getting beat and it still looks terrible. God, does it look bad? That's defense. <laughs> I mean, we heard from all the, you know, the, the talking heads, national, local. We heard from all the Green Bay Packers, uh, the coaches, the guys on the defensive side of the ball. We're going to be a top five defense. We could be the best defense in the league. You just got punked by four quarterbacks who, who pretty much stink. I just can't believe that they ran the football 12 times. And how many times do we hear Matt LaFleur say, every time they do this, right, they don't run the ball a lot. Like, oh, well, I got to go back and look at the tape. We got to get you know the ball back in our playmaker's hands. We got to run the ball more. That's our bread and butter. That's our strength. And then what do they do? They do it less and less and less. Aaron Jones had eight carries. A.J. Dillon had four. Yeah, so like normally we were talking about, oh, we would feel pretty good about this offense, the way that it's it's built. If Dylan and Jones combined for 30 to 35 touches a game, mm-hmm. <laughs> they had 21, well, like, 21 touches. Like uh, I saw this, uh, the stat flash 12 up. carries. And then Aaron Jones had nine catches. AJ Dylan did not have a catch. What? It, doesn't Matt LaFleur, didn't he want it when he was coach, uh, first was hired, and then as the, the seasons progressed, th- wasn't his philosophy philosophy to be kind of this, like, 50% or more, like a really balanced run team? Like, didn't he want to set up the run? 
a little, little dink and dunk passes with Aaron Rodgers, also hand the ball off. Why does Aaron Jones have eight carries? Why does A.J. Dillon have four? You had 38 yards rushing on 12 carries. What are you doing? Like, what are you doing? I have no idea. In fact, Aaron Rodgers asked that, I think, twice. How bad of a look was that, Rowdy, on the broadcast? Aaron Rodgers looking at the sideline saying, what the F are we doing? Well, there was a lot said of, that twice. There was a lot of cuts before they went to commercial of just Aaron Rodgers looking pissed off and frustrated, but none better than when all of a sudden, yes, and I tweeted it out. I'm like, man, they're just trolling the Packers and Aaron Rodgers. You're really going to cut to commercial when they're playing better days yeah. by Citizen King. The song right here. That's good producing there from the people running the broadcast. And Aaron Rodgers just looks frustrated and pissed, and then they go to commercial. That was great producing by uh, the you know the producer there for broadcast. But my God, Rowdy. We have seen better days with the Green Bay Packers. We are right now. This is tough. There's so many people to point the finger at and blame. It's the whole team. This is for you, Packers, right here. Citizen King. Oh, the Packers suck. I don't think I'm wrong in saying that. Good morning, RJ. Morning. You know who doesn't or didn't suck? Well, RJ, you were sucking down some suds Saturday, as we all were. Some Coors yeah. Lights flowing like wine. Who was it? And then you have sconded away to the game <laughs> I did. for homecoming. Yeah, I always do. And Bucky got it done. Got it in. A lot of people, here's uh, Corey and Marshall had messaged me. He says, or maybe, and maybe it was JD and MSN. I think it was JD and MSN. I'm, I'm confusing my our handsome, awesome listeners. And it was, the Badgers were creative, yet not. And then it went over Purdue. Creative, yet not. Not. Well, I, I think Can I ask one, just one thing real quick? I think it was the third quarter. Well, maybe it was the start of the fourth, somewhere in there. Graham Mertz, it's first down. Graham Mertz has got the ball. And it's Braylon Allen was out of the game at the time. And Graham Mertz took the snap, and then he just ran up the middle for four yards. Mm-hmm. And they're like, huh, I would maybe see this play done at the goal line. I don't know why they did it right away for on first down to start this drive. If you can get yards, get yards. <laughs> I was like, then like, it was like second and seven or second and six. I was like, creative, yet not. Yet not. I was like, that's an interesting play. I, that's the one thing I was like, huh, that's interesting. He's taking what was open to him. Like, <laughs> I guess. Like, there's people who, I just thought it was weird. in the past, when he's throwing stuff away and sometimes throwing a pick when there's yards in front of him to get, they're I just never seen. Not getting I just never seen Wisconsin do that. It was like they're on like their own twenty, I think, or twenty five. And it was just a, there goes Grammar's three, four yards up the gut. If, if it's it. there, get your yards. Creative yet not. Hey, they, they beat. The, they won. They won. They won the game. They came up gangbusters and then kind of took the foot off the the gas. All right, come on. Most of that was predicated by the referee at the end of that game. Oh. Yeah, that was kind of bad. Purdue got a free touchdown. That was terrible. Two. The second one was uh, kept, the drive kept going due to phantom pass interference calls. The the, the, the touchdown the plane that crossing, never crossed the plane, and then they reviewed it yeah. and, and then, still said that it was a touchdown. In hey, what universe? That touchdown got you the closing over at fifty one and a half. How in the world when you go to when you go to replay and still get it wrong? It's did they have like some like magic? It wasn't even close. No, like it, you yeah. could see every single angle that he was clearly like half a yard short, and it wasn't even like oh he's this is really close. Yeah, Give the, me a certain angle; it might look like the, it this way. Every single angle, he is at least a half a yard short. At least. To see if the ball broke the plane. It was a late signal. It looks like they got him stopped. That ball's short. I, I agree with you, yeah. <laughs> Like, like. <laughs> What were they looking at in replay? Wisconsin won that game by 25 points. What were they looking at? Wisconsin, 35-24, Wisconsin gets the W. Uh, Graham Mertz looked pretty good. If you had any Purdue people in garbage time, if you play college fantasy, uh, Aiden O'Connell and uh, Charlie Jones and uh, what's uh, Payne Durham, is that the the tight end? Uh, All got you some good points there. Not to be confused with Bull. Not to be confused with Bull. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, okay, let's see here. A little injury bug. I thought Braylon Allen, like, we were going to have some doomsday, but he came back he, out. He left, came back out, <laughs> limped off. Uh, <laughs> Still had a touchdown and over 100, 100 yards, you know. Yards, yeah. I think um, overall, Wisconsin looked good. Yeah. Like, they looked Isaac good Grego, against the Purdue team. Mm-hmm. So, what did we know about Purdue is weirdly enough that they were really good at stopping the run, maybe a little bit more susceptible to the pass. We know that Graham Mertz has has been very inconsistent and struggled at times. He's looked good at times. Well, Wisconsin was able to run for 178 yards. Mm-hmm. Braylon Allen went for over 100, even though, yeah, maybe he was a little dinged up. The Wisconsin defense got after Aiden O'Connell. Yep. They forced him into committing a ton of turnovers. Yeah. Which also, I guess I didn't realize in his three games against Wisconsin, now he's thrown seven, seven picks. Yep. One, three last year, and three. This and Graham year. Mertz looked three pretty games. good throwing the football. Yeah, looked pretty. It was it was a good Graham Mertz game. I, I honestly, and how wasn't about, paying uh, hey, too close attention? How about but the punter for Wisconsin, he was those coffee corners. Was really he, was, nice. he was killing uh, it. It looked like they were running a little more pistol this this week than they had the previous two weeks. Was there Wildcat? Uh, no, I didn't see any. I did not. That's disheartening. I didn't record any. I should say that. I don't. I don't recall ever seeing the Wildcat, which is very disheartening to me. Yeah, and they would have won by more if that would happen, <laughs> <laughs> or at least gotten made. Maybe they're waiting. Oh, for, and everything uh, to get back. The Badgers played well defensively. Purdue scored twenty four points, but we were just talking about. Well, clearly they shouldn't have had at least one of those I touchdowns. I would say twenty one of those because if Ingram fields that punt cleanly, they don't get that first touchdown. All right, we'll talk more about it coming up. Um, we gotta get, yeah. We're going to bitch a lot about the Packers today. I was w- just kind of Wisconsin also got a ton of help, though. Don't look now, but the Big Ten West. We'll save it, save that, Rowdy. Save that, save that. Uh, because we, I'm trying to delay the inevitable of screaming into the abyss about the Packers, so I had to pepper in a little good there. <laughs> pepper in a little good. Breaking news: We now go live to the producer suite, which is. Sources. Nicole Auerbach, Scott Docterman report. The Big Ten is set to keep divisions in 2023 before reconfiguring everything in 2024 and making it impossible for Wisconsin. But nevertheless, the Big Ten West lives on for another year. We will be able to talk ourselves into Bring the Badgers going to Indy and then whatever else comes next. Rowdy, hit everyone with the Wisconsin Badgers and what they can possibly do. There we go. Was that working? Yeah, I didn't hear you very clear. But yeah, Ben, so when we had RJ on from like 6.30 to roughly 8, we were talking about this, and I I said, the Badgers basically had the perfect weekend. They beat Purdue. They got Minnesota took an L. Like everyone that needed to take an L for Wisconsin took one. And all of a sudden, they basically, they need one loss from Purdue, and if they went out, they just need Illinois to find three losses, and you'd imagine that they already have an L. You're talking yourself into this team. Yes, I am. I, I Rowdy has done this weird role reversal. I said I once dubbed him the world's angriest man. Now he's the world's most hopeful man. I, Illinois has to lose three times. One, I believe they have a guaranteed <laughs> loss against Michigan. They're not beating Michigan at Michigan. <laughs> That's they got to find two more. Let's do it, Rowdy. Yes, two more. I love it. But you look at Purdue. You're hope, turning into me. I think Purdue. I do. Purdue could easily lose one more game. I think that's pretty clear. But then the only other teams ahead of them, Nebraska, well, if they control their own destiny because they could beat Nebraska, that already puts them at three losses. Tiebreaker. Gophers, well, obviously we're talking about uh, the Badgers winning out. So Gophers, Hawkeyes, Northwestern, no shot. It's really just Illinois. (sighs) And I think they got to find two losses. I said after Michigan State, I would stop talking myself into this team. Fun win against Purdue. It was described to me as creative, yet not. Well, my pocketbook is actively rooting for this. Okay. Understood. Creative, yet not. I don't know. It's like uh, they fired their coach. The the team, we know, the team's not good this year. That's clear. However. However. The Big Ten West is going to live on another year. This is is one of the greatest days of my life. I want legends and leaders back. We're going to be in a world in two years where the Badgers have to finish top two in a conference with USC, UCLA, Michigan, Ohio State, Penn State, 
They're going to finish fifth and sixth every season. Maybe once in a decade, they'll jump up and make the title game. Can we next year's their last chance? All right, let's just enjoy this year then. Then next year, ben. Well, no, I'm going to enjoy it next year. Oh, this we got to enjoy it this year. What do you think the score line is for Wisconsin and Iowa? <laughs> that total is going to be really low. I, if Wisconsin loses to Iowa, uh, they should probably fire Jim. Leonard. If they lose, it'll be like six to three. <laughs> well, it's not going to be sixty to thirty. No. no, their defense will score. Let's see here, Rowdy. You sent us a tweet uh, last night, RJ and I. Because remember, we were talking about this on air Saturday. I was like, I wish we could go through all of Iowa's box scores and see how many legit offensive touchdowns they had and how many special teams and defensive touchdowns they had. Iowa has scored forty-two points on offense. The defense and special teams have combined for fifty-six points. And there you go, Iowa. Rumor is they're still not past uh, the half yard line against Ohio State. That was wow. At one point, they were starting to get buried on Saturday while we were still on air, and they flashed up the statistics that Ohio State had a less than 160 yards of total offense. <laughs> Yet they had six possessions start in the Iowa territory. That's how bad Iowa, especially at the quarterback check position, this out. really was. Check this yeah, out. There's, a, there's a fun game to play with Iowa where you look at their oppose, your, their opponent's drives and you say how many yards they went for and you guess if it was a scoring drive or not. <laughs> how about this, Ben? And Narodi sent this to us last night. The Iowa Northwestern over-under is 31.5 points. If that holds, it will be the lowest game total in college football history. It's beautiful. <laughs> 31 and it's a half. It's so bad. It's gorgeous. Um, Wisconsin's off this weekend, which is really good for them. They need to get healthy. And for our then livers. Maryland comes to town. Yep. If Talia's healthy, Wisconsin could lose that game. If Wisconsin loses to Iowa, I, I am going to need to walk back so much that I've said in the last three months. They're, you I, said fire Jim Leonard if they... Well, I was kind of joking. Were you, though? It, you think about it, because... Can you th- fire him interim? That Iowa team is the worst offense... You can fire anyone. ...that has ever played this sport. What did not you, hyperbole. Like, Petrus started the game, like, one for six <laughs> for, like, six yards in, threw, a, in an interception. They came out of their bye week. The and first then, pass and he the, threw was right to the safety's numbers. And then they put in the backup quarterback, and what happened, Rowdy? Threw a pick. He fumbled. He fumbled the first snap he went in. And Ohio no, State. The third. He threw an interception on the first snap. Oh, oh if, then a fumble. It's well, awesome. Does Kirk Ferentz still ha- keep it? I mean, he's, is he a lifer Did, there at Iowa? Will I'm he die guess, at Kinnick Stadium? Petrus the- was a three-star recruit. like, But Padilla was a four-star. How are they that bad? Does, do, do the Ferentzes keep their job? Um, it, it, It's a true... Can dad fire son situation here? And I think uh, he would just move him to a different position. History like a different role. That, that no, he will, he will not fire his son. Yeah, he's just going to give him like uh, overseer of the managers or something. He's like move- I feel like if if Petrus is on your intramural team at at local college, you're wondering about benching him even if he's on your intramural team. <laughs> And but his still, dad's the coach somehow. And it still took the Packers four quarters to gain more total yards than Iowa did. Just to uh, distract everyone from the fiasco in Washington, I, I heard this on the Farm Babe show this morning, uh, the Farm Report, Pam Yaki. On this day in history, it was Harry Houdini's last performance before he died after getting punched in the stomach. In the stomach. <laughs> now you see him? Dude. <laughs> now you don't. <laughs> Harry Houdini's last performance. I was going to say that Scott, but I totally forgot because Scott was saying that Aaron Rodgers should be benched. True. I've seen a lot of people actually starting to say this now. That Get, him Jor- Get him out of here. That Jordan Love couldn't do any worse. So why not put Jordan Love in? Hmm, let me think here. Get him out of here. You paid uh, Aaron Rodgers a lot of money Nobody because you here. he's four-time MVP. He won a Super Bowl. He's busting Canton. I think they're trying to figure out what's hairdo to do before they you know put it in there. Um, would you guys bench? And, and Rowdy, people saying this now, too, that the Packers sitting at three and four, they need to just start tanking the rest of the season to get a better draft pick. That, that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard and the biggest loser mentality I've ever heard. My humble opinion. Yeah, but they're probably the same people that justified the Milwaukee Brewers trading Josh Hader. <laughs> Boys, is the season lost? Sitting at three and no. four? No. No, it's not lost because look at around the NFL. Everyone's like three and, three nobody and, three is, and four. Nobody is good. Okay, look at the NFL. 
in the AFC, the Bills, they're really good, right? You would say they're probably the Super Bowl favorite. Yeah, who the Packers are playing coming up. Kansas City Chiefs, they look to be pretty good. Mm-hmm. No one else looks to be that good. Look at the NFC. Are you scared of anyone in the NFC East? Yes, the Cowboys have played a lot better than a lot of people anticipated, and especially back. with a backup. Dak's back now. Beat the Lions. The Giants are continuing to find ways to win games, even though I still feel like there's a large chunk of people that probably don't believe that they are a legit good team. I bet a lot of people will say that they're fraudulent. The Eagles, again, we talked about it. They've been crazy good when it comes to getting turnovers. Never lost. Then there's the Commanders. No one in the NFC North scares you. Is it the NFC East no. already or the NFC Beast? Does, does anybody in the NFC South scare you? The the West is a lot worse I mean, than everyone expected. Look how like, bad the Buccaneers are. In first place. Look how bad the Buccaneers <laughs> are. They just scored three points against a fire sale team that is the Panthers, and they're still first place in the NFC South. And Geno Smith, a three and four mm-hmm. led S- Seattle Seahawks team, is in first place in the oh. NFC West. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, six teams in the NFC that are three and four. If I told you that the Seattle Seahawks would be in first place after the seventh week of the season, would you believe me? No, <laughs> nobody would because Geno Smith is your quarterback. That's clearly a downgrade from Russell Wilson before the season started, right? Yep. Clearly. clearly. Your starting running back, Chris Carson, retires before the season. Rashad Penny goes out with a season-ending injury, and you're down to Kenneth Walker, sixth-round pick Kenneth out of Michigan Noise State. Water. He's having a hell of a season. Geno Smith is having a hell of a season. And now DK Metcalf went down with an, in- an injury. You got knee injury, was it? <laughs> wow. Yeah. And Tyler Lockett has been banged up yeah. here the last couple of weeks. No structural damage, though. This team is in first place. There are eight teams, either four and three or three and four in the NFC. Eight teams. That's a lot. Total. <laughs> I mean, look, here's the NFC West. Four and three, three and three, three and four, three and four. Here's the NFC South, three and four, three and four, two and five, two and five. Here's the NFC North. Vikings were on by or five and one. Packers three and four, Bears two and four, Lions one and five. And then you have the NFC Beast, East, six oh, six one, five, two, three, four. Is the season over? Should the Packers now be tanking the rest of the year for a top ten pick? No. And if you say that, I'm sorry. I'm not sorry, actually. You're an idiot. Get out of here. Like I I think <laughs> You just look around the NFL, the Bills, in the AFC, it looks like Cincinnati's starting to turn it on, but I think most people would say that Baltimore, Baltimore's been a huge disappointment this year. They've found more ways to lose games than they have to win games, even though every single year it feels like you love their roster and you love what they did with the draft. In the AFC South, nobody's good. The Jaguars might be the team that wins the AFC South. And they're two and five. <laughs> like they, the yeah, AFC South is, is Tannehill awful. done? Who came? The, he got Tannehill hurt. did get hurt. Did he come back in? Or I had, think he did come back in. Okay, yeah. But I mean, look at the AFC West. Broncos are terrible. Oof. Raiders Russell aren't very good. Chargers are beat up. <laughs> it's the NFL stinks. Like there's the majority of teams that are four and three or three and four. It's like a that's the majority nobody, of the NFL. Nobody mm-hmm. in the NFC North has played well. Vikings are five and one, but they've found ways to win games. The NFC South is terrible. Yeah. I mean, the Broncos, or I'm sorry, the Broncos, the Buccaneers are god awful. And again, their first place at three and four with the Falcons. There's just not that many teams that if this Packer team all of a sudden turned it around in two weeks, that you'd be sitting here and being like, well, they have no shot at beating them. Now, here's the question. Can the Packers or will the Packers turn it around? We'll talk oh. about it. We'll hear from Rodgers in the That's floor. the real question. Well, coming up first, uh, let's go to line one. Good morning. Who's this? Everybody hurts sometimes. Oof. As R.E.M. would say. Sing it, Corey. We're all hurting this morning, guys. Sing, Sing it, Corey. Morning. Sing it, Corey. I'd rather not. That's the extent of my thing. Everybody hurts. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Well, yeah, some PU football right there. Huh? PU. Stinky, that was stinky. The stinky cheese. Maybe, maybe old touchdown Tommy was right that parody is actually there's just really bad football being played right now. Can you still call him touchdown Tommy after he only scores three points? No, but you know, then you know who I'm referring to. <laughs> right. True. 
I could call him geriatric Tommy, but then that says that I'm a geriatric and I'm the same age he is, so I can't. Yeah, but you're happily married, Corey, so you have that on him. That's true. That's very true. <laughs> the wife kind of looks like Giselle, but not totally. Are you uh, are you happily married to the Packers right now, or is that you know are you a little grumpy with them? Are you making the Packers sleep on the couch? I'm sleeping on the couch, yeah, you know? and they're they, or they're sleeping in the shed, something like that, because um, oof, man. That was pretty brutal yesterday watching that first half. And uh, especially at the end, keepers, like listening to it on the radio, Larry and McCarron are just like, what is going on here? This is, get us the hell out of this first half, basically. And they're like, the refs, and like every other play, there was a penalty being called, it felt like. And I'm like, are they going to run a play here without getting Was that not the longest first half of football you guys have ever seen? Like when when halftime finally hit, all the other noon games were already like halfway through the third quarter. My eyes were bleeding after a while watching that first half. Good God, make it end. What are you doing out there? (laughs) Those those refs were bad. And Rowdy, you mentioned the six o'clock hour, like when that, when that game kind of turned. And what inflection point was that must one? I'd say another was when Stokes got called for that penalty. Because he lost his mind. And I think this team's very... Soft. um, Mentally weak. Mentally, yeah. They're not very good at dealing with adversity. Like, if something goes wrong, they immediately kind of fold. It was kind of like what we saw with the Badgers there the first few weeks. And I feel like they've kind of started to overcome that a little bit when Leonard told everyone... If you're in, you're in. If you're out, get the hell out. And I think you're kind of clearing some of the dead wood off of that team by doing that. Um, can't do that in the NFL, unfortunately, right? Because there's a salary cap and all the other stuff, and you don't have yeah. 100 players to choose from. So there are no really easy answers of that team. Do you, you have faith? Can they turn it around? Do you have faith that the Packers can figure it out? That's a good question. Um... You see flashes of town here and there. I felt yesterday another bright spot was actually the offensive line got come somewhat stabilized. I know we got to overlook it because it's no big deal, but I keep harping on this, is that you stabilize that offensive line, that's going to help out a lot. Um, of course, the problem is Rogers is not really throwing accurate passes and the wide receivers can't get separation. So passes that are like what he thought would be able to be really pinpoint before. The defensive end, the defensive quarterbacks are just popping all the way from from the wide receiver stance because they're not separating at all. And you know the defense. If you look at, they gave up what twenty three points yesterday. Mm-hmm. And they gave up seventeen last week or whatever it was. You should be able to win those games if you have a competent offense. I'm sorry, but like that's the same thing as when we talk about baseball. I mean, the defense is the same thing. Uh, even in London and out with Washington, is uh, right. in the second half they let Washington and they let London before that, or London uh, the Giants before that have these long ass drives that take up almost the third whole third quarter and just let the you know they just get gassed out there. And I know that well, the defense the defense hasn't played up to the level that a lot of people thought it would, and it you, it's just not passing the eye test as a great defense either. But I also, like we talked, you just said it. They gave up 23 points to the Commanders, but it feels like every single game, it's either special teams or the offense is giving up a touchdown themselves. Yeah, and that's what puts your defense in really bad positions because you're not you're not giving them enough. They do need more rest than being out there for 80 plays in the game. Yeah, right. Get some first downs, play, Packers. Yeah, convert well, some that's thirds. What it boils down to. You know, and that's what we've been pissing and moaning about for the last however many weeks, it feels like, that the offense is not really pulling its weight, for lack of a better term. Because they don't have enough good playmakers on the team. You can change the coach. You can change the quarterback. It doesn't matter. They do not have enough guys at wide receiver. Now, in hindsight, probably very risky going into the season with a couple rookies and an old man uh, as your top wide receivers and uh, a third guy, uh, Lazard, supposedly being your best wide receiver. He's not a number one wide receiver. He dropped that slam pass yesterday at the beginning of the game, and that was just like bad taste in the mouth. Start off right there. Hit him right in the hands and bounce right off. I can see if they – I'll say one last thing and I'll let you get going. If they can get – that's probably not going to happen, but they need to infuse some, at least a little bit of talent in the wide receiver <laughs> area. Will it happen? That I don't have faith in. 
Um, but hearing the anecdotes yesterday from the Matt Steinmans in the world that the whole front office basically left. Yeah, the the, the, yeah, they left the box. Of, left. Yeah, I saw that. That says something right there. Yeah. The last time that probably happened was when Big Mike got fired. So maybe they're finally getting the memo that, like, something's effed up here. we yeah. got to fix this. Yeah. So, Corey, Corey yeah. we love you, brother. Love you, too. <laughs> See you. Take it easy. And go, go, go sing some more. We, we love the R.E.M. See you, buddy. Never. <laughs> Everybody hurts. Yeah, okay, so uh, t- 2018. The Packers lost three in a row and then fired Mike McCarthy because mm-hmm. of it. I saw uh, some Packer fan accounts of people saying the hot s- the seat for Matt Lafleur is getting hot. Is it? No. Is the seat actually getting hot for Matt Lafleur? He's won thirteen games three years in a row. He's been to NFC Championship games. Obviously, hasn't won one of those. Uh, won the NFC North three years in a row. Is Matt Lafleur's seat getting hot? Rowdy, Rowdy says no. I say no. <laughs> Is the floor seat getting well, hot? I think um, not hot, but you're just disappointed. I'm not. I'm mad and disappointed. When you have the start of something that looks like it's kind of unraveling, mm-hmm. would you have said that Paul Chris seat was hot after they lost to Washington State? Well, you had a couple seasons where you had, it was regressing a bit. Like I mean, the they Packers won nine. Up. They won nine games last year. Yeah. The Wisconsin Badgers. I was pretty surprised that he did get canned. I wouldn't say it was like. I don't think after they lost to Washington State or after they lost to Ohio State, I did say that yeah. his seat would have been as hot as I guess it really was. Yeah, and I mean, you Be- have like all the stuff that came out subsequently afterwards, and the stuff we already knew, it makes more sense. I don't know. I feel like maybe there is. A, I'm not saying that I think Matt Lafleur is going to get fired, but I think from the fans' point of view. I think it is a little bit warm where people are like, what the hell is go- what like something yeah. needs to change. And everyone's looking at the fact that there are a lot of there's a lot of talent on this well, Green Bay Packers team. They weren't picked to win the NFC uh, North for a reason. They, I mean, they weren't picked to be a Super Bowl dark horse because they didn't have any talent. And how bad was it during the game? Uh, and, you know, Matt LaFleur, when Rodgers looked to the sideline a few times and they caught him once on camera saying, what the F are we doing? And then he said it again. Another was like, what are we doing? And that was right at Matt LaFleur. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. Rodgers, you're involved in the offense too, buddy boy. <laughs> Just saying. Line one, who's this? Morning, it's Artie Ho. How are you? Artie Ho, what's up, brother? I'm 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 on cloud nine, Artie. Well, you always are. That's a good place to be. Yeah, <laughs> come 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 get in my cloud with me, brother. It's fun. Well, I'm a little bit on cloud seven. How about that? <laughs> cloud seven. <laughs> Tell me more. You know, I, I I there's I'm with Rowdy. I think there's some unraveling going on here. No, there's no I doubt about that. Who on this Who on this staff is going to stand up in front of this team today and point out? Hey, right here, Lazard, you didn't block. Cost us a potential touchdown. Dobbs, right here, Aaron Rodgers. Instead of hitting him in the numbers, you threw it at his feet. I mean, when your quarterback is constantly berating your head coach from the field, like yesterday, what the F are we doing when he says that? You know, that sends a message to the other guys that, hey, Coach Eyebrows is not running this team. Aaron is. And when, when your receivers aren't doing the little things that they're supposed to be doing, Who's not holding them accountable? They have to be sick and tired of whenever they make a physical mistake, Roger screams at them or mopes. And then when he makes a physical mistake, it's always, well, it's the line didn't block or the receiver ran the wrong route. Or, well, you know, you threw it at his freaking feet. <laughs> and I don't feel like there's any accountability. And I don't feel like they need the accountability defense, buddies. Yeah, they need somebody. You know, somebody on that defense needs to step up and be like, hey, Stokes. How good is whining? What does it help? What does it do for you? I feel like what I've heard that in my life before. Hey Stokes. Yeah, quit hey whining. Stokes. Quit whining. What are you doing? You know, it's in the past. You getting a stupid penalty. And now you got to come to the principal's time. office and deal with it on Monday. Unbelievable. Yes. Who's the principal? Who's Who's the one saying? All right. I mean, Matt Lafleur. He's been I don't demasculated by Rogers. I feel like. I mean, he's over there. And, Rogers is yelling, and he's like, okay, well, what do you think about this play? Maybe we should run this play. No, scream in a little bit at Rogers. Quick call him. Well, doesn't it feel like everything that can go wrong has gone wrong so far this season for the Green Bay Packers? So you're saying something's got to happen that's right? Yes. And I think and I think that goes Rogers to... Rodgers has to give LaFleur his mojo back. Stop demasculating him. And yes. 
give him a, his setback. You know, maybe, maybe, I don't know. Maybe, maybe Matt LaFleur should with, stop, you know, focusing on his eyebrows every day and let him grow out a little bit and focus on the game plan. Yes, something. Or, you know what? I don't know. Screaming Aaron Rodgers on the sideline. Let people know, all right, I'm the boss instead of I'm the kid who's a great coordinator. I mean, I don't know sometimes with the defense if it's Barry. Who on oh that defense up. stands up and starts screaming at Artie, guys and holding them? Artie Ho, you have you have you have woken up the beasts. The phone lines are now solid, packed after your phone yeah. call. You are you are the phone call whisperer. Artie well, there Ho. you go. Uh, you know what? I'll get off and listen to your answer. Long time caller. Love the topic. Love the show. Have a great and week. We love you, you handsome bastard. See you, buddy. Bye bye. Line two. Good morning. Good morning, Terry for the North Side. The king of the North. Let's go, Terry. Nelson, tell me, you say this team's got talent. So where is it? You have no receivers. You have one running back. I mean, you, the, cor- the quarterback, quarter- the quarterback is a four-time MVP, Hall of Famer. Aaron Jones is a, is a pro bowler. I mean... You can Why? go right down the list. Jair Alexander is a pro bowler. Kenny Clark's a pro bowler. Kenny Clark's a pro bowler. David Rashawn Bakhtiari. Is a pro bowler. Yeah. Was Rasul Douglas J- all pro? Jenkins. Like, uh, pro bowler last year. Yeah. A lot of, lot of pro bowl, was, all pro talent. But Nelson, the key was, was you're having the same problem in Tampa Bay. This is legitimately last the, year. As you're seeing <laughs> the Tampa talent, as you're seeing Brady decline, I think you're starting to see Rodgers to an extent decline. Even though next year he's going to make fifty million, hell yeah, you got a punt returner that can't catch. Well, he's the ball. T- there's no talent there, Terry. There's yeah, no talent we there. We didn't name. We didn't him. name Amari Rogers. There's no talent there. When you lose <laughs> to the Washington, whatever in the hell their name is, Commanders, and get totally wicked. Of course, you only lost by two to a third string quarterback Second. who absolutely Second. has no talent, who's trying to get rid of their owner so they can have their team back, and you get your ass kicked. You got your ass kicked by a bunch of nerds. Well, the worst than nerds. nerds. <laughs> Again, my, my famous phrase is that Washington can't beat a high school team and you lose to them. Sure, they got three wins, but they beat the Bears, what, 12 to 7? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they hardly can score. They struggled to score. If it wouldn't have been for right, Green well, t- Terry, let me ask you before this you go, because I had two more callers on. Let me ask you this. Should, should Aaron Rodgers be benched for Jordan Love? Should Matt LaFleur be fired? What's Terry's hottest take? No, you can't fire. Um, you can't fire that yet, and you can't make obviously make a move for Jordan Love. Is the season but lost? Maybe what you do do is something you should have done a long time ago, and you take a bunch of draft picks and you try to go find a receiver like everybody else is. Ter? San Francisco, go get some McCaffrey. Go get some talent and get off your ass. The problem is. Nelson, hey, in hey, your Terry, case, you're telling yes, sir. Uh, the the Niners they went out and got some talent. They got Chris McCaffrey. They just lost forty four to twenty three. By the way, they were three and four. Yeah, but they lost to But they lost to a very good football team. Terry, we love you, buddy. I just got to get some more phone calls. We love you, homie. Go Cubs, Spike. Let's see your line three. Good morning, Tommy. Hey, Tommy. Yeah, you know um, it's the same old thing. We say it every day. Uh, Aaron's got a problem. He's got this diva complex. He can't. He can't throw the ball anywhere for whatever reason, too. But Are we done with Aaron Rodgers now? Is that the vibe for Packer Nation? Get him out of here? Well, He's a I wanted to get rid of him a couple years ago when he had some value, but that was just me. Poll question, um, Tom. You just stirred it up. Packer fans, who are you more willing to, to cut ties with, Aaron Rodgers or Matt LaFleur? I'm doing it right now. Yeah, for, for <laughs> me, I, I'm more upset with uh, Rodgers, but... You know, the way they treated him when they got um, Jordan Love started this whole thing, and no one's ever dealt with it. So that comes to management. You know, that comes to LaForce. Say hypothetically. I, I don't understand how they can't. They have no offense. They don't have a system that works, whatever. Polly, uh, we have not heard from you in a while. The Packers are circling the drain. You are a Bears fan. How does it feel? Pretty good. Um, I was just going to call in <laughs> and, and, and mimic what mimic what Rowdy just said. Every time I'm about to call in with something, one of you guys – reads my mind and I think that's a hundred percent I would <laughs> I would get rid of LaFleur because at least Aaron Rodgers and I know people will probably disagree with this and that's fine he has the ability to directly affect the game he is out there doing the things that win the games and if for the exact same reason Rowdy said LaFleur can't adjust to save his life and he's got to be a one-trick pony because he gets his ass beat by his buddies every time he plays oh every time it's just you an annihilation like, he should know that they know that he knows that they know. You know what I mean? Like, 
<laughs> and and do something different, but he doesn't. And and the biggest thing I would say is run the run the damn ball. Yeah, you have two stud running backs. And he says it after every game. Well, we should have run. I've got to look at him. We should And Paulie, to quote Mike McCarthy on this one, it's a one important that you run the football. Absolutely, that's, on the that's podium, what sets everything else up, especially when you have weakness in your receivers because they're so young. You know what I mean? Like yeah. open the field up for them a little bit. Yeah. But I I, I would say. I'm going to make a prediction. Do it. It might not come true, but I feel like Joe Barry's getting fired. That's going to be a shot across the bow for uh, for, for LaFleur and his staff. Um, Got to have a fall guy, right? Right. There's a, there's that scapegoat. And then I, I think, you know, like I said, you, def- you definitely get rid of of uh, LaFleur first because he's, he's, not, he's not the answer. And I, and I, I think that well, whoever said it was a Rowdy or RJ or whoever – Fire him and bring back. Uh, well, he's got to sit for he's got to sit for a year, doesn't he, Peyton? Oh, Sean Peyton. He, yeah, he's got to be out for at least a year before he can come back, right? Well, he's out he this... a year on his. I don't know how that works, That's but what... I thought I'll he had to be it. out because because hey. of contract, Polly? whatever. Nice to um, call, call in again a little. Are you still got anything hey, else? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Give me, give me, give me. I'm going to collect on my Polly Parlay. Won three fifty off that. Nice, dude. So. I'm gonna go collect that and make another one. So help me out. Give me some. Uh, give me some options. Uh, okay. um, I'll, I'll message yeah. you. Rowdy, message you. All right. All right. Much love, Paul. Right. We're glad you're back from Florida. Later, we love boy. you. We missed you. Call in later. All right. Bye. Uh, real quick. Uh, line two. Good morning. Hey, it's Full Dog. <laughs> Fuller. What's up, dude? Not gonna lie. When I uh, when I called in, they got put on hold, and then I hear, "What's up, boys?" I was dang close to hanging up the phone. <laughs> Because I thought I'd be an hour before I got on. <laughs> <laughs> Fuller, I could feel your presence, and so could Polly. So he's like, "I got to make it quick. We'll get Fuller on, so he can uh, scream out of his excavator." What's going on, dude? I, I am, I am just as mad as everybody else. But man, I am so sick of this Rogers slander. Hell yeah! That Preach everybody it. wants to throw out. Yes, I'm gonna, turn, I'm gonna you turn your guys, fader up. Talk loud. What do people? What do people want him to do? Do you want them to just run the ball out to the receivers and set it in their hands so they can then they can run? I mean, oh yeah, he hits what Alan Lazard in the thigh instead of the chest, and now all of a sudden it's a bad throw when he's washed. I mean, make a catch. It's not that hard. You get paid millions of dollars to do one thing: that's catch the ball and run. Well, I mean, Rod- yeah. Rogers is, is is he as good as the MVP he has been? No. He's, he's he is not having the greatest of years, but what do you want the guy to do? I think you're right, Fuller. He they want Rodgers to run the ball out there to the wide receiver about 50 yards down the field and hand it to him as they hear you. Well, it'd be a backwards lateral, and then say, "There you go." And <laughs> and if is. I hear your dad after you guys whine about them being out of shotgun again <laughs> instead of under center. Hey, we need a paternity <laughs> test there. Mario would say uh, the results are in, and you are not the father. Well, I'm, I mean, come on. The guy's got a broken thumb. There's a reason they're not going out of under center. He can't. He's taking a shotgun snap because he's got a broken thumb. It's not that hard to figure out. Fuller, I'm right there with you. I love Aaron Rodgers, too. Get off Aaron Rodgers. It's Matt LaFleur's fault. Wide receiver's fault. Defense sucks. Special teams is terrible. You're dead. You're dead. It's Gutekunst's fault. And Guda, go I said re- that too. Gutekunst's fault. Go get a receiver. Go get a, another edge rusher. And have some guys make some plays. Yeah. Hell yeah. All right, boys. Much love, Fuller. We'll talk later. Uh, really, let's squeeze this one in before break. Yeah, who's this? Hey, this is Bill. Hey, <laughs> hey Billy. I agree with Fuller. Yeah. Lose, lose, Welcome lose, to Team Rogers. It feels good. You know, I'll tell you something. My stepdad was drafted by the Detroit Lions, and he played for the Vikings for three years. Well, he didn't play for him, but he sat on the sidelines for three <laughs> years. And he always said that a receiver, if the ball touches their hands, and this would have been, you know, back in the, you know, the, back in the 60s and 70s, if it touches their hands, they're expected to catch it. That's your job. That's your job. That's why you get paid a lot of money. Yeah. And these guys, you know, it's frustrating. I mean, I don't think Aaron Rodgers is making the best decisions in the world. Like you mean like tripping on ayahuasca or like on the football field? I think on the football field. Okay. Even. But I mean, but these receivers should be catching the ball. Yeah. That's their job. I would love to hear. I would have loved to have heard James Jones. I was listening to James Jones yesterday on the radio and he was saying how they better win or it's a dumpster fire. 
and I would have loved to have heard what he had to say after the game in his own house. Well, Bill, well, look, it wasn't kind. we talked about this in the 6 o'clock hour briefly, but you look at the three straight losses. Yeah, they haven't been good, but you could make the argument or arguments and excuses that there were reasons why. Like, you look at the Giants, London game, they've never done it before, blah, 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 blah. Jets, well, you know, they they have the jet lag from London, and, uh, you know, he stinks against Robert Sala's defense, and it's his brother and it's family, blah, blah. But there was no excuse for the Washington Commanders. They were not good. Billy, real quick, we have a break, Billy. Real quick, anything else? Well, I just, Rowdy, I think there's no excuses. You can lose one of the three games, but to lose five of them, there's no excuses. I don't care. London, these guys are paid a lot of money. Seven pitch. Harper gets one in the air. Left center field. Back it goes. Harper, the swing of his life. This is what I was talking about. He can go the other way. The hair the was not up. The, the bat ball was out over the, the ball. He's strong enough. He's done it gone. before. Bryce Harper deal. sends the Phillies past the Padres. To the World Series. We say good morning to one young Ben Kenny. Gentlemen, happy Monday! <laughs> <laughs> hey, Benjamin! I can't wait for Joe Girardi to get that ring, baby! I, I, I can't believe this. I, I cannot. There's a, a beautiful image out there of Josh Hader warming up in the bullpen because his team was not leading by one to three runs in the ninth inning, so he meant absolutely nothing to that team deep in the playoffs. <laughs> I, I, I haven't had many better days in my life, if I'm being completely honest. Um, Rowdy... You now put your full Huge support. Astros fan Rowdy's now. full-on Astros. Well, how has that worked for every other team he's been rooting for this playoffs? The he did Phillies go. Are beating he went full Phillies on Friday, if I remember correctly. Right, Roach? Yeah, we did. We did bet on the Phillies earlier this, well, last week. But I have to root for the Astros. One, because the Phillies were trying to hand the last wild card spot to the Brewers, but the Brewers were so inept that they couldn't actually take it. Nope. And then the Phillies, like pretty much all year, we heard like you have to cry about Philadelphia and how Girardi was screwing you guys. And then the bullpen sucked and then yada, yada, yada. But it was like up and down crying happy for the entire year. That's how, uh, that's how my life goes. And... <laughs> Now they got extremely hot into this postseason where, man, you could even argue. They don't do this without Girardi. Maybe the Cardinals, if some things go differently in that game one against the Cardinals, they might not even have got out of the first round. You could say that about any baseball game. Say about any game. Team but they, they got sport. extremely Nothing hot. Is stopping this baseball But I team. can't believe you are going to put your Philadelphia Philly fan. Yeah, okay. the, the, the so check thing, this out. The other thing that actually bugs me a little bit everything is when I was like in junior high, early high school, <laughs> the Philadelphia Phillies were amazing. They were great. They were one of the best team in the league from like for probably about a three, four, five year span. And he was crying that he had not seen playoff baseball and that they haven't won a world series in like 10, 12 years. I, I'm sorry. You feel this way. We <laughs> as We as Brewer fans, we, Get all hyped up when the team wins ninety games one year. Hey, we made the playoffs below five hundred. Let's go! And then we're told we're spoiled because we bitch that they sold during their window. Yeah, and the Phillies have a top five payroll. No, they spend money. Ben told us they're a poverty franchise, but they were like top five in spending. No, that was well, that was in the off season. Hey, but speaking of moves. poverty, I don't, I don't want to argue hang on, about hang on, this. Hey, speaking of poverty and money, Ben, will you root for the Phillies knowing? That if they win the World Series, it will be financial ruin for the United States of America. One hundred percent. Rowdy, tell the tell the folks out there. So, Ben, you were you were actively rooting against your fellow American to have everything they own in stock markets, uh, their savings, everything to come all the housing market to come crashing down and send us back into Hooverville pensions. It's a it's a shame that living on the streets, the stars align like this with a stick and a handkerchief. And if you don't know what walking we're talking around of Kansas about, soup over the past 100 years, every single time the Philadelphia 
baseball team has won a World Series, we have entered a financial collapse. 1929, <laughs> 1980, 2008. It's a great stat. And now maybe 2020. Ben, are you willing to sacrifice your own job and livelihood for the Philadelphia Phillies to win the World Series? I, it's that. And your parents' retirement and savings. Or it's degenerate cheaters. And I, you can't see those cheaters win. No, they are known cheaters. Let's go, Strohs. <laughs> and that is the Astros' death wish. Thank you, Nelson. Oh, uh, so you're putting my juju versus Dave from Monona's juju, who he said after they came well, back. We're, and be- rooting, we're rooting for financial ruin. No, no. I'm when he came, when they came back, when they came back <laughs> in that six-run uh, ninth inning against the, the Cardinals and then beat the Cardinals the next game where the Cardinals had littered guys on base and could not come up with a big hit. Dave from Monona did say the Phillies are going to win the World Series. Team of destiny. Well, so my, I guess my bad juju now outweighs Dave from Monona's bad Thank juju. You, he also um, said that uh, Illinois would beat Wisconsin at Camp Randall. It, it must be noted that uh, Bryce Harper has turned into Reggie Jackson in October moments. There are there, there are not many people at the top of the sport in the biggest moments ever possible come through the way he has. It's ridiculous to watch. Joe Girardi could be on his way to getting a second ring. He has to. Uh, thanks to his contributions to this and team. And you have to give it to him. You know, the real thing I forgot about, do you guys know Matt Klintak? Nelson? Name doesn't doesn't ring a bell. Philly's general manager that completely tanked the franchise for six years. He's actually in the Brewers' front office right now. Man, <laughs> I really forgot to, to put wrap my brain around the negative impact he has on a on a baseball franchise. Well... Well, so. Ben, when the Phillies win the World Series, um, I'll be standing in line with you. The unemployment line, once we all hit financial ruin. Yeah. I will say this, though, about Bryce Actually, Harper. I'll be fine. I'm, I'm happy for Bryce Harper. I used to be a huge Bryce Harper guy, like, 10 years ago. Like, huge. Like, like, my favorite player. Then he had that 2017 where uh, Joe Madden completely mine-effed him, where they walked him, like, I think it was, like, 10 out of 14 at-bats in, like, a 3-4 game series. And he, he kind of like went back into this like, man, what is Bryce Harper? Like a 250 hitter, and it was like a lot of strikeouts. But I'm glad to see him back. Like he got that huge contract with the Philadelphia Phillies, and he's been playing extremely good baseball yeah. he's in underpaid. a Philadelphia Philly. He makes uni. 26 mil a year. He's hey, underpaid. I kid you not, I saw a tweet that uh, when he got his contract with the Phillies, the band Smash Mouth tweeted out, good move, it's smart down the road for the, mo- the money-wise. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? I I don't know if it's I have no anything. idea. Smash um, mouth. I also last thing. Yeah. The Padres bunted in the ninth inning. That was that was Just the dumbest thing I've ever out. seen. God bless him for that. That was the stupidest thing I I've ever seen. Don't you like it? It life. helped your Phillies out. Oh yes. No, and I, you know who did it? I was thrilled. Trent, Trent Grisham. Grisham. <laughs> Old friend. They're everywhere. They had runners on yeah. first and second with one here. out in the ninth inning. The and Gene. he lays down a bunt. Gene Segura game on Friday. Mean Gene. Yeah, line one. Who's this? Good morning. That's a clown question, bro. Let's go, Ben Finney. Yee-hoo! Mitch and Madison, what's up? Dude. He, uh, Bryce Harper does need to work on one thing. He called memes maymays. I that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Maymays. Get, get the W, uh, you know, get the Ws. That's all that really matters. You can call whatever he wants, whatever he wants, right? Get the chat, um, get the dubs. A couple of things. Uh, yeah, so, Ben, we're holding you personally. Well, the, the people that don't want the Astros to win, we're holding you personally responsible for this World Series. The Phillies need to win because we can't let the cheaters win. But... That is, but if that they is win, a, it's the financial ruin. It's a collapse of the of allegedly. allegedly. Yeah, but Trend, we his we history. For, and that was going to happen no matter what. The guy running the country thinks he's managing a country kitchen. He doesn't even know which way is up. So he couldn't even I manage a country kitchen, dude. He get lost. To, he get lost trying to go to the bathroom. What. Maybe given where we're trending financially, that means the Phillies will automatically win. Or that, that's what I'm saying. I, I think. Probably the safest bet is they're going to win because because uh, we're screwed. Do you think Biden could run a country kitchen like biscuits and gravy? Is like what is in his brain? <laughs> oh man! I, I mean, I'm not even. I don't think anyone could disagree with that. It's not even political. Yeah. It's just fact. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, but uh, yeah, man. Right, ben, you booed his wife at the Phillies game. 
it, that was just sometimes you boo for the act of booing. I, I didn't even know who was out there. I just heard everyone <laughs> boo, so I joined. <laughs> Mitch, are you still there? Oh, awesome. Uh, line one, who's this? Listen to Ben say. <laughs> hey, Polly. He booed for the sake of booing shows what a follower he is. Oh, Be wow. a leader, Ben. Triple B, Ben Kenny. Bitch boy, Ben Kenny. Hey, oh. hey, hey can I, I'm going to read Paulie's comments. This is Sunday, I'll tell you. 550. Oh, my God. I hope the Phillies lose. I hate the Yankees and the Astros, but F Ben Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> and... You know what? They cheated a couple years ago. It doesn't mean they cheated this year. They're just cheating, cheating and, better. Ah, the players are still there. They're losing. And I remember you crying like a baby <laughs> saying, oh, they're done. They're done. The Brewers are in. And now you're like, oh, this is awesome. Like, they're the best. And I was, I was at the airport yesterday. And there were some Philly fans watching the game. And they're like, yeah, yeah, whatever. And I'm like, yeah, they backed into the playoffs. Congratulations. Well, what do you want him to do? Well, that was that good. What do you want him to do? Like, apologize for winning? Uh, no, I don't <laughs> want them to apologize for winning. But don't act like they're a great team. Like they, they finally played up to their potential yeah, after how long? Yeah, that's that's exactly what's happening. Yes, and they're going to lose to the Astros. I, I four hope to not, one. Hey, Astros have not. Astros have not lost in the playoffs yet. Anyways, oh. later, boys. <laughs> See you, Paul. Uh, line four, good morning. Good late morning. <laughs> hey, Nathan. What's going on? <laughs> so, I don't know what it is about Bryce Harper, but I just don't care for him. It's because he's really I handsome. I, well, yeah, I, great I hair. I like on that, but well, maybe I'm jealous of the hair. Yeah, I think it's or the, the hair. money. I think it's the hair. But uh, I, I just think really beard. I the guy, I, you know, nothing made me happier than when Washington won it after he left. So I mean I guess I'm I'm rooting for the Astros and their convertible roof that doesn't want to stay open or closed. So you know, with all that being said, I mean at least Harper's living up to his contract, unlike Christian Yelich. Mm. I just mm. I, I love this time of the year with baseball, whether the Brewers are in it or not. It, it's just I don't know. There's something special about the series. It gets exciting. It's like you're getting Christian emotional right now, Nathan. Flies. I know. I'm gonna cry, man. The Yankees are out, so I'm happy about that. So, and Trent Grisham, you know, he just wait till he goes to another team and screws them out of a World Series. Unbelievable. Well, it won't be the Brewers. Well, he already had that chance. Look, I'm trying to stay calm here. I didn't call in earlier today because I didn't want to. Yeah, go yell about something really quick. We hit break, so yell about something really quick. So. Just, just uh, scream. Just do a just do a guttural scream. Suck again. The Brewers still or the Brewers suck. The Packers suck. Just scream as loud as you can right now. How the heck they pulled that out? They about screwed the pooch on that one. At least we got the Bucks. Yeah, they won't disappoint you. Until they do. Scream for me. Not until next spring. (laughs) Ah! Thank you. Nathan, see you, buddy.